Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host Rob, and joined as always for this special happy hour podcast, my good friends Joe and Duff. Wait, wait. Joined as always by my good friends Stink Joe and Duffism. Stink Joe. Yeah, it's a, a tool reference. Oh. Stink fist oh. and schism. That's a that's a reach. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Um, Sounds like someone started happy hour a little early. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, people are looking at 2018 for the time for tool references and I, <laughs> in their in their Titanic minute by minute podcast. Well, minute 90. We're one, we're a respectable feature film. The movie should this. be done now. Yeah, the <laughs> lump cut's done. <laughs> it's been done for five minutes. <laughs> uh, minute 90, guys. In this minute, uh, Cal sends Spicer Lovejoy to find Rose. But before that, we have Jack and Rose. They're still kissing. Um, a, a very long kiss. We actually don't even see the end of it. Who knows what happens? Um, <laughs> the last 15 minutes. The, yep, the long kiss goodnight. Um, <laughs> so I, I I forgot to mention this last week, but on the commentary track, Kate Winslet mentions that her and Leonardo DiCaprio had an agreement before every kissing sequence. The agreement was no garlic, no onions, no smoking, no coffee right beforehand. And Leonardo DiCaprio would break every single one of those rules before they ever had a kissing scene. <laughs> hmm. Classic, classic move. I... Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that's sort of like a, a, a glimpse into the, the Kate and Leo relationship. Like, she wasn't even mad. She's just like, you know, that's just we just pulled pranks on each other all the time. So Sex, sexy he, pranks. Yeah. Fun and Yeah, just fun and <laughs> uh man, he would just do all of those things right beforehand. But uh in this minute the, the kiss ends, I guess, and uh we see uh we see Rose is is writing a letter. Is she is this guys, is she wearing the nudie gown or is this a different gown? Uh I could not tell actually. Get those ladies back to <laughs> Please let us know. Is this the nudie gown? It's another bedroom gown. This one has like gold arms. I yeah. think so. I'm not sure. It, I feel like the original nudie gown wasn't as black. Okay. Uh well, I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. Uh yeah. good thing we had an educated guess on this podcast where we break it down minute by minute. Yeah. I mean I think that she's wearing like a isn't that the same kimono that she was wearing over the, the sort of see through slip that she had on earlier? Oh, uh, maybe that's it. Maybe it's the robe. Yeah, it's the kimono. kimono. Um, so then uh, Rose asks Jack to put the heart of the ocean back in the safe, and uh, we see him do it. So obviously this is important that we see him actually do it. Uh, what if? What do you guys think if they hadn't shown it? Is that a, is is it the right move to show him put it in there, or do you think later on if we hadn't seen it, you kind of can have that 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 question? that Rose has to answer for herself about Jack. There's also a scene right before this when Jack first gets in and he kind of looks around the room and 
in the commentary, Cameron says that that's supposed to maybe plant that doubt in your mind. But I, I don't know. I never thought Jack was in it for money or jewels or whatever. Like, even the first time I saw it, I, I don't think it comes off that way at all. Yeah, I don't I'm, either. I'm glad they didn't play up that angle. Yeah, that would be dumb. Okay. I, I, I generally agree, and I sort of think, like I said, just showing him put it away. But it did make me wonder. Yeah, um, I mean, he does give a look, and maybe at some point Cameron was going to do more with that, but I think it was wisely abandoned. I mean, but like... It's not like an know. evil look. It's just like he looks back at her, and he's like, jeez, these yeah, people. It's, it's, well, like when, it's like when I go to someone's house and I look in the medicine cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know you could take three different antidepressants at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was illegal. <laughs> uh, I It made me wonder, though, have you guys ever been asked to put anything in a safe for someone else? Uh, I've never even really been around a safe. Yeah. I, I, I only time I think I've ever used a safe is, like, uh, in Las Vegas <laughs> for my hotel room with my money. Yeah, I've used a hotel safe, but that yeah. was that. You know, um, we had. I was like, growing up, my parents had like a fire safe, so if I needed my social security card or something, I'd have to go down there to get. Open yeah, it. we have a small fire safe about the size of a briefcase. Um, my wife's relatives have a giant gun safe. It's literally like a Looney Tunes safe that's about seven <laughs> feet tall. What's in your briefcase fire safe? Uh, papers. Papers. Business papers. Business papers. Business papers. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> have so, you ever started it on fire to just see if it would actually <laughs> survive? Because like, I thought about throwing it into the North Atlantic to well, see if it survives. I, I don't. I don't believe. I believe that the outside of the case would be fine, but I still think everything inside of it would burn up. What would these? I've thought of it. Like I've had this thought. I'm like, <laughs> don't you think we would know that by now? Yeah, I. I <laughs> It's like you look at one on, on Amazon and it's all half star reviews. My house burned down. The outside of the safe was fine, but everything inside was a smoldering ruin. Just well, pictures of charred small fire safes. Most people houses don't burn down. That's a fact. <laughs> and fact. I and what percentage of people whose houses burn down actually have a safe with stuff in it? Cuz about half of them are just insurance fraud. We know that. Do we? <laughs> Do, yeah. uh, do we know that that number is correct? Rob, why don't you keep, continue sharing some statistics? This is great. I don't know. The only time I remember someone's house burning down was I was a kid, and there was someone's house that burned down, and everyone was just like, yeah, pretty sure that was some insurance stuff. Uh, <laughs> meth, lab ex- story. meth lab yeah. explosions don't count. Yeah. Most, most home burnings in northern Wisconsin are meth lab related or arson. Yep. Or yeah. insurance fraud. Insurance fraud. Um. Uh, okay, so let's go back to Titanic. Um, so we go to the smoking room. The smoking room looks awesome. I know it's we've already been here. because smoking is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we see uh, Cal's hanging out. And then uh, Spicer Lovejoy, Joe's favorite, shows up to update King. Cal that none of the stewardesses have seen her. Assuming he's talking about rose not ruth <laughs> but maybe you know so knows? how hard did the stewardesses look because they're in their room <laughs> and they're sweet are they yeah what that's what duff oh, was so afraid I, of last week i yeah. thought he meant like the i i'm sorry i i assumed 
You're talking about the ladies' maids. Whatever. I was talking. I'm the stewardess of people who work for like White Star Line. Well, regardless of who it is, like they're in the most obvious first place to look. I don't. I mean, maybe this is hiding in plain sight. <laughs> when I'm when I'm run on the run from the law, I'm gonna go home. They'll right? never think yeah. to look for me there. Well, I mean, you know, if they're like, "Oh, she's out there with Jack," they're not gonna be like, "I bet you, I bet you, he's sketching her naked in her room right now." Well, they don't know he's sketching her naked, but they might want to try the the suite. She's not going. They're not gonna go hang out in third class in a cot. Well, maybe well, they'll end up in a car. I would. I mean, I'd be willing to. I <laughs> uh, I mean. I guess that's, that is a good question of why why wouldn't they have just looked there or knocked on the door or made some attempt? Yeah. Um, also, bad, Spicer. Bad search party, in my opinion. Also, Spicer, this is your job, bro. You should be the one that knows where she is. You shouldn't be, like, pinning it on the stewardess. Your job mm. is to find this stuff out. He delegates. The brilliant Pinkerton man didn't think to look in their suite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I just, I don't know. This is on Spicer. That's his job. Maybe he was peeping on him, and he didn't want to give it away. Oh, because he couldn't be like, I found him. She's naked, and he's drawing her right now. Uh, why didn't you do anything, Spice? <laughs> why didn't you shoot him? <laughs> uh, my hands were busy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and Cal is upset. He says it's absurd. You're right, Cal. It is absurd. But he does say the like, facial expressions sh- on. Oh my god, just what? a spasm of overacting and uh, like that. <laughs> it is huffing and puffing. Yeah, it it's is perfect. It is some scenery chewing. That's his job. He's the yeah. villain. I just love that it's very obvious that Spicer thinks that Cal is the dumbest um, mf'er in the world, but <laughs> but he's getting paid, so whatever. Also, I mean, I think the Pinkertons exclusively worked for rich morons. Yeah. Also, Billy Zane has an ability to uh, shout out things angrily without ever, like, unclenching his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> like, his teeth are just clenched and he's upset. But he sort of says, um, he, he sort of says, you know, this is a ship. There are only so many places she could be. But, I mean, it's not like a regular ship, guys. It's bigger in Mauritania. Yeah, <laughs> more luxurious too. Um, yeah, I mean, there's like tons and tons of floors. Like, it's not like you just you know walk the deck and you're like, ah, didn't find her. I looked into the portholes and didn't see anyone. Again, this is why Spicer doesn't really get bent out of shape because his boss is an idiot. Yeah. Okay. Um, you guys have anything else in the smoking room before we move on to the bridge? Not in the smoking room. Uh, I'm just going to finish the cigarette and then I'll come outside. (laughs) Well, I did. Okay. So we see Rose uh, compose the note and put it in the safe, right? Uh, We saw her compose the note and then she hands, doesn't she hand the heart of the ocean in the container to, um, to Jack? She's still writing. I think it's, ah, man, she's still writing when she, only we could rewatch this stuff. right? Okay. So I'm just, I just lose track of what is one minute and the next, but so the point is that she's planning a pretty epic burn on Cal, right? Yeah. A brave. So, okay. So here's, here's my question. What happens? They miss the iceberg and everything goes, they get to New York. Like, yeah. Does doesn't like Cal have Lovejoy murder Jack? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, 
I mean, I don't think she. I don't. He's think she absolutely thinks... thrown overboard. Yeah, like there is no chance of any repercussion for Lovejoy and Cal murdering this poor and throwing him into the Atlantic. He's not even supposed to. He wouldn't even be on the ship's register. He's yeah. not on the ship's register. Yeah, he's in a stolen jacket. Frankly, I would have murdered him already. <laughs> I mean, this is a good question because you're right. They had a few more days left, probably another week or so. Uh, maybe not a week, a few more this days. Is, this is even before Rose had told Jack that she was getting that she was going to go with him because that's like next week or maybe a couple sure. more minutes where she says, when we depart the ship, I'm going to go with you. So that wasn't even settled yet. So I don't like, think she's thinking through these actions. Maybe hitting the iceberg was I, the best thing that could happen for for her. Well, I mean, I get, I I get. <laughs> we we talked about this a little, but I get the the drawing, the sensual, like that. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're in the moment. It's hot. It's sexy. It's whatever. Yeah, this whole yeah, like, keep oh, talking I, it's like, oh, I'm I'm gonna. We're trying to promote your side business. <laughs> this whole, oh, I'm gonna really burn Cal with this drawing and this note, like. Uh, maybe you shouldn't do that because <laughs> bad consequences. Yeah, for for Jack and for you. Yeah, because for sure Cal's not going to marry Rose after this. Jack gets or murdered. I, he might, but he's probably going to beat her up. I mean, she's sending basically. She's sending one of her sects that she sent Jack. Yeah, to her to this, her boyfriend. This to make it, yeah. This is a 1912, uh, would it be revenge porn? Or I guess it's the opposite. Uh, exa- yeah. Uh, she's cuckolding him. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So be be smarter, Rose. <laughs> um, you're so, I think she should you're just so sit down and talk to him. You're so stupid, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> you're so stupid. I, I, would, I would love a deleted scene where Duff comes up to her and just like, well, actually... <laughs> The way that you should handle this. I'm going to mansplain how to... It should... Uh, the rest of the movie, if they miss the iceberg, should be a Hitchcockian story about trying to poison Cal. <laughs> or or maybe if they don't hit the iceberg, it's like a... It's sort of a zany comedy... Uh, pun not intended there about Billy Zane. Uh, where, like, they realize what they did and Rose like, Jack, we have to get that note back before he sees it. And it's just all these ways uh, to like distract Lovejoy and Cal. It's just a giant threes company episode <laughs> yes. for, the, for the next 90 minutes. Or like Jack uses his connections amongst the working class to have them throw Cal's body into the coal furnace. Oh, and it's kind of like a telltale heart situation where yeah. people keep remarking about how hot the engines are burning and how fast the ship is moving. Oh. And he just gets more and more nervous about it. What? The or the other thing that I envision is um, once the you know the adrenaline rush wears off, they're like, Cal's gonna be mad. and then the rest of the movie is just them sitting in that small third class room and Rose looking pissed off. Yeah, I. The other question I had watching this whole week unfold is, um, do what. What is Helga and Fabrizio doing right now? Because we know they've... I mean, has has Fabrizio already done this with Helga and Jack got that idea from him? I think that they're basically like in sort of a suspended animation like the Westworld <laughs> robots that are, aren't being used at the moment. So they're down in, in steerage just like standing and staring blankly ahead. I think there's a, uh, a sock on the door to the third class room of Fabrizio, Jack, and the two Swedish oh, yeah. guys. 
It's just uh, it's just Sven's eyes glowing like from that Chappelle sketch, the Mad Real World. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there like <laughs> munching on Swedish pancakes <laughs> and sobbing. Just eating lefse. Um, <laughs> uh, then we go let's we we go to the bridge in this minute and we see Captain Smith, that doddering old fool. Yeah. Uh, eagle-eyed, yeah, eagle-eyed he, Smith. <laughs> He's pointing out how clear it is, uh, and then we see uh, this minute end seeing uh, Charles Lightoller. He was the second officer in Titanic, and uh, I'll leave it at that because there's plenty of time to talk about uh, about him as we move through this movie, especially once the uh, iceberg occurs. Ooh, we'll get to play How Did He Die? Yeah, uh, he. Yeah, we will get to play How Did He Die? Uh, do you guys have anything else on this actual minute? No. Nah. Okay. Do we, so do my we get last survey results for this week, or do they, um, do they do that on Tuesday for us? Uh, we're just we're we'll 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 save them for next week. Well, we should at least pitch it for people that they should do it. Yes, uh, listeners should go to TitanicMinute.com/survey uh, and give us your feedback. And then also, if it's good feedback, you should give us a review on iTunes. Uh, but before I forget, guys, I do have a casting rumor. Oh yeah, good. Uh, this is for Rose. Uh, most of these are for Rose. Uh, I thought in the spirit of the week, of what's happened, of this uh, 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 topless Titanic minute week, um, Natasha Hedstr- Natasha Henstridge was mm. rumored to play Rose. And if you're struggling to place that name, that's all I know her from is from the Species, species. movies. Species. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And I'm surprised none of us brought that up for best kiss with last week uh, with our Heart of the Ocean and Alyssa oh, in that conversation. <laughs> I used to, fun fact, uh, shout out to uh, to a, a listener I know, a friend of mine, Zach. Uh, when we were in, uh, I guess, high school or middle school, his family had a large VHS collection. And we used to play a game where we would take species and put the VHS in, and then we would fast forward without looking at it, and then one person would say, okay, hit play, and then the guess would be within a, within 90 seconds would we see either nudity or someone murdered. <laughs> <laughs> what an adorable pair of sociopaths. Yeah, those were the fun <laughs> games we played growing up in the north woods of Wisconsin. <laughs> hmm. um, all right, well, guys, that's all I have for Minute 90. That's all I have for minute 90. Yeah, I'm done too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, enjoy your weekends. Uh, you know, the lump cut of this movie's done, but we're going to keep going. We'll be back on Monday with uh, minute 91. Um.